We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey, welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. Um, today, I've got Geico Honda's Jet Lawrence on the phone. And uh, Jet, so you're a few days post-surgery right now, I, I believe. How are you feeling? Um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good so far. It's uh, bones healing up pretty well. Uh, we uh, end up deciding not to do surgery. So, um, yeah, and just kind of let it heal by itself. Oh, you and, didn't do, uh, you yeah, didn't so do surgery. Far, no. Oh, okay. Well, because we're wanting to, because I wanted to get it plated and try and be back for this weekend. But um, the the doctor said that uh, yeah, I'm still young, so I'm still growing, and that stuff. And there's really no need for me to do it because one, I'm not really in the title hunt. Like I'm going for the title, so yeah. So yeah, I end up just uh letting it get hit this rested and let it heal by itself. Okay, so that's uh, six weeks then, correct? Yep, six to, around like six to four weeks, he said. Okay. Um, is the plan to come back and hit the uh, the final rounds of Supercross then, or is it training? Uh, yes. Okay, good. That's the plan. I think we all want to see you out there, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to see myself out there. I, I've just been kind of sitting on the couch and just doing the station recycle, and it sucks. Yeah, are you in the uh, so are you easily. in the figure eight brace? Pardon? Are you in that brace that you know they wrap around your shoulders and pulls your shoulders back? Yeah. So you're kind of walking bit. around like Jeff Emig now, with your chest out. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so uh, okay, so if you elected not to do the surgery, I know that like you know high high level athletes do all kinds of. Uh, extreme things for recovery yeah. are you doing a bone stem and hyperbaric and all that stuff yeah i'm just taking just some like treatment that stuff some uh red light red light thing that kind of helps it um and yeah i got some like tablets that's supposed to help like the bone knit faster and that so i'm doing some stuff and yeah icing it every now and then but mainly just trying to get blood flow into it like doing a cycle and i might go to go to the gym later today and do a stairs like on the stair step thing whatever you call it mm-hmm. but um no just trying to let it heal and not aggravate it so much so like sneezing coughing laughing is a bit of a struggle uh-huh. but uh besides that no it's i can notice a difference so far so yeah that's good so you're taking the what are the pills called bone up um, uh, maybe, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just take him. I'm not, I'm not the one, I'm not the guy that looks at it and looks what's in it. I just, that's what Johnny's job is. Johnny yeah. goes and looks more into detail. He just hands me pills and like some little tablets and go take this. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Is, uh, Osho's yeah. not back in Florida with you now, is he? No, he's still, uh, cause I was living with his family. Okay. And so I'm like, I'll come back, finally get to see my house cause I've, I'm renting this house and I haven't got to see it. Like, haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm finally got to. I'm back 
in Florida now, getting to see that and give their family some time because I was living with them. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Cool. So uh, where are you in Florida? Are you are you in the same place as uh, your brother Hunter? Yeah, Wesley Chapel. Wesley Chapel, okay. What do you think of Florida compared to uh, Southern California? It's definitely, it, like, it feels different a lot, like a lot different, not many hills at all, but uh, I don't mind it. Like, I like Cali because it's, like, nice kind of city close to the beach. Mm-hmm. But then again, I like it here because it's kind of more country, and I like like seeing that we got like kind of a little lake like outside our balcony, mm-hmm. and there's always birds like flying by, like swimming in the uh, pond and that. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. What is it? Uh, which is uh, more like your home in Australia? <sighs> um, I don't know. Uh. I mean, I know the allure. I would say, say this house. Yeah. The Florida house. Sorry. Yeah. I think the allure of Southern California is that you know they always say, "Oh, you can snowboard in the morning and hit the beach in the afternoon." You know, there's everything here. Yeah. But, but man, the traffic out here blows. Yeah, that's one thing. Traffic over here is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? There's no mountains to ride your mountain bike. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed about that. So training with Johnny O, have you uh, really wrapped your uh, wrapped your arms around the whole mountain biking thing? I think you seem to enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, at first I didn't because it wasn't fun. I wasn't that fit. But uh, now that I'm really fit, I'm starting to keep up with Johnny. I can kind of push him a little bit now also. So it's, I'm really starting to like it. Yeah. I uh, I enjoyed catching up with you and old uh, Hayden Metz at, uh, yeah. at Presto. So. Yeah, so Hayden is uh, – is he a, is he a cat one racer or expert out here? But anyway, he's a he's a he's a good racer uh, mm, for his age he's out a, here. He's a beast. And uh, Johnny trains him. So, what's it yeah. been like uh, training with a guy that you know? You're cross training on a mountain bike for motocross and supercross, yeah. but you're training with him, and that's what he is training for. So <laughs> no, it's it's pretty cool to see like the difference. And that stuff, like, he's the same age as me, and he's freaking weight, like, so strong. I'm like, damn. Yeah. It makes me feel like crap almost. But, um, no, it's kind of cool to see what he trains for and, like, what – and he sees what I'm training for and that stuff. So it's a lot different training from moto to mountain bike. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. So if Johnny is working with Hayden to make him faster at cross-country mountain bike racing – and he's yeah. training with you to uh, complement motocross and supercross. Do you guys do different things on the bicycle? Like, does he make him do different uh, intervals than, say, you would? Or are you guys... Uh, yeah, like, I'll probably, like, during the week, I might do one big ride. Like, Hayden comes with us sometimes. Like, uh, during the off-season when, like... Uh, after riding, would go do a recovery ride, and Hayden would come along, and he would just cruise with us. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, Hayden would do like a try and do his KLM up Skyline, or we like uh, do sprints and that stuff. Like always, at the end of the ride, we'd have like still in this like a state. It's kind of like a like this uh, neighborhood. It's like a big circle kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's like a little straight at the end of the circle that goes up like a little uphill straight and we always sprint on that so it's pretty fun to do but um 
No, we uh, we do fairly similar stuff, but then again, he probably goes and does bigger rides every now and then because he's in Corona, and then I'm living. When I was in Cali, I was living up in uh, uh, Laguna Niguel with Johnny. So, mm. um, yeah, it was a few different things, but mainly the same. Yeah. So I'm sure Johnny took you to his uh, stomping grounds, Aliso uh, Wood. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So did, uh, does he make you do uh, repeats on Choya? On Choya? Choya is the, the, the climb. It's real rock, like real technical rocky climb on the uh like the far i would say the far west side of the park i think mm, i don't think he's taking me there yet oh yeah that guy uh, when i go up that hill i think i'm in granny gear or second gear and, <laughs> and just struggling and i've seen him yeah pedal, i've seen him pedal a bit standing up <laughs> yeah like every now and then we'll try and do koms like uh, have you heard of maggie's hill Near Lagoon Niguel? I've not, no. No? Pretty gnarly. Well, this, yeah, it's just, it's like, they call it Maggie's Hill for Massive Incline. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's like a stroke. Like, this hill is steep, and uh, I end up doing like a sprint up it and that stuff. He's, like, this is how fit Johnny was. It was like probably seven years ago when he did it, mm -hmm. but I did a, a minute 21. And then his fastest time on it is a minute 11. Wow. That's pretty so, gnarly huh? when you think about how old Johnny but, is. Yeah, but this was also seven years ago that when he did that time. But, like, Hayden did a uh, run the other day. He got a minute 16. But, wow. um, no, it like, that shows how strong they are. And I'm pretty decent on a mountain bike, like, fit-wise. But those guys are just gnarly. How does uh how does brother Hunter stack up with you? Well, I haven't got to really mountain bike with him much, but like when I did, I was normally I was always slower than him, but I was kind of playing with him. Like he was just starting to get back from like his knee knee injury and that stuff. Yeah, uh, I was able to play with him, like going up steep hills because I had the power. I'd go and tap his front brake, <laughs> make him unclip, and then I would pedal away, and he couldn't catch me uphill because I was faster. Yeah. So it was pretty funny, but um, no, it's been a while since like Hunter and I actually uh, cycled together, and it was kind of good to come back because I got to see Hunter yesterday and that because I haven't seen him for a while also because he, he went back kind of before the season mm -hmm. started, like, so, yeah. So speaking of Hunter, I I, uh, I liked his Instagram post for you after the race. I think you wrote, uh, you know, I'm I'm gutted to see what happened, but. You're the faster brother for now. I was shocked. Yeah, I was shocked because you guys talk so much shit on each other to have a yeah a I was compliment. To see that also. I'm like, oh, okay. I hope you took a screenshot of it because he might delete it, right? <laughs> I need to actually. That's what I'm doing after this. Okay, so uh, uh, you know, to the subject, I'm sure everyone wants to hear about man uh, Anaheim two. What a uh, yes. I mean, granted, you know, I think what you got eighth at Anaheim one, and I got uh, ninth at A one, and I got fifth at St. Louis. Yeah. So A two was the hey look everyone Jet Lawrence is here, you know. Yeah. 
you know, granted, I mean, you waxed everybody at, at Monster Energy Cup, but, you know, this is the big leagues right now. And uh, were yeah. you, uh, how did you feel out front? I mean, when Chris, Christian Holshaw and you were second, I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting, you know, because you guys ride together all week. And uh, Yeah. No, it was kind of good to, like, get a good start and be up there and kind of have Christian in front of me because it kind of made, made it feel normal. Mm-hmm. Like at the practice track, yeah. So I felt pretty good. I felt comfortable, and like, and I was feeling good on like that first lap. And I was like, uh, kind of sprinting. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of pulling you in. So I'm like, oh, oh, next lap, I'll try and put a bit of a pass on you. I ended up working out not too bad, and just from there, ended up putting my head down, bum up, and just started to put put some lap, like yeah, put the lap times in. But um, not like. It was just the whole setup to the night show. I got to do press on Friday mm-hmm. and then get like the track dialed in, the track, the warm up in the morning on Saturday. I went P1. Then the first quality, I went P2. Third, other uh, then the next qualification, like the last quality practice, I uh, went P3. Heat race, got an av- not a, an average start. But I uh, was able to come through the second. Meanwhile, having Dylan Ferrandez behind me, putting some pressure on me. But I was able to kind of keep my composure and keep on going. And um, then, yeah, coming to the main event, this pulled off a really good start. I was kind of like my plan. I had I was a bit angled in the gate because because I was next to the box. So I was going to go out and get up onto the flat because every single rut out of the gate had a massive hole. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go next to the box so I can turn out and get up onto the flat. Mm-hmm. And uh, just before the, like, this before they put the 30 second board up, oh, mate, ended up telling me to get straight. I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and, like, my rut was terrible in front, also. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. And, yeah, somehow I pulled off the start. I'm like, well, I am. Just going to take that as a win. So, <laughs> but yeah, from there, I was feeling really good. And, uh, the, yeah, I, when the incident happened with Dylan Fernandez and Christian Cray, I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. That's, and I kept on pushing. And because the, the pit lane was like so bad, like you're coming out of a right turn, going straight into another right turn, you got to break your neck. Yeah. look left to try yeah. and see it plus the lights glare off the pit board mm-hmm. so it's a bit of a struggle to see so i was still pushing and yeah that's what ended up causing like that first crash because I, I came out of the turn the front side like washed a bit i'm like oh i'll be good i'll just correct it in the air but when my front washed and then hit the up ramp it like spat the rear end out and lost traction this yeah, flicked me over the bars. I'm like, well, that was just weird. It was a bizarre looking crash on you know the TV coverage. It looked like you hit a curb or something. Yeah, because like I have those like during the practice, like at the practice track, I have those moments every now and then. But I always ride out of it and like kind of correct in the air, like as a normal motocrosser, like racer would do that. I would just go and correct in the air. Mm-hmm. And um, this time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just correct in the air. And this end up spinning me over. I'm like what it was really weird so and then i was like crap freak like not freaking out but i'm trying to get up quickly and ended up p- 
crashing, picking the bike up and still getting in the lead. Yeah. And, uh, so what is your, <laughs> I'm sure that you, uh, were a heart rate monitor. I mean, was there just a huge spike at that moment? <laughs> I mean a little bit, but like once I hopped up and I was still in the lead, I'm like, Oh, okay. And the moments through the whoops and off the dragon's back wasn't because I was like, heart rate was going through the roof. My, uh, throttle had dirt in it oh so it was getting stuck because my throttle got stuck in the first set of whoops and i almost looped out i somehow (laughs) saved it (laughs) and then the next set of whoops if you see like my throttle was getting stuck and i went to go chop it down a bit and went almost all the way off and then i almost went over like the bars and then, yeah, Dragon's back again got stuck. And I can't, it, that next lap, it cleared out because that next lap, I ended up getting the whoops really good and, like, end up putting a, putting a bit of a gap in between um, Dylan and I. But uh, I wasn't too fussed about, like, the wheeling in the whoops because, like, if you ask the team, I I just do that at the practice track every now and then. Like, uh, every now and then, I'll just go, like, at the start of the whoops, I'll hit the first two normal, and then I'll just, like, pop the wheel up and wheel tap three mm-hmm. and then go back to skim and like, well, I'll just go and wheel tap six out. Like I always do that. So I wasn't too phased about it, mm-hmm. like about that. But, um, yeah, I was, I was still good. Like I wasn't fatigued at all. Like I was still going. Cause like, if you look at the lap time chart, I set the fastest lap time on the 17th lap after the fall. And, um, yeah, after my fall, so yeah. it's show like shows working with Johnny's pretty, uh, helped me a lot, but, um, no, like I was feeling good, feeling fitness wise was good. And this, those few mistakes, like, uh, that last lap, um, I, if I didn't make these like certain mistakes, he wouldn't have caught me. I think mm-hmm. after the split lane, I was that left. Mm-hmm. I came in and I got on the gas early, trying to do it faster, and I ended up sliding out, which that got him a little bit closer. Yeah. And then that next right on the that flat right turn, you know, getting a bit close because he kind of came on the inside, and I ended up jumping out of the rut a bit, and then going outside again. Him coming on the inside, he didn't hit me at all. Mm-hmm. I just kind of hit that and seat bounce so where he wouldn't kind of hit me. That's why the bike was kind of lent a little bit awkward. And then casing that, and then he ended up getting double, triple. Yeah. But, so, wait, um, there was no but, contact there? No, there was no contact. He was he, he was being respectful. He's just kind of like being a racist, kind of putting his front wheel there mm-hmm. just to let him know he's there and like kind of see if he can get you like to think about him. Yeah. And try and ride protective. But, uh, yeah, I just kind of hit that up ramp, and I seen him there. And I kind of went a little bit to the left and just seat bounced it like weird and tried angling the bike so he wouldn't hit me. Mm-hmm. And that's why it kind of looked like he hit me, but really he didn't. But, um, yeah, if I got that triple, I think I, I would have been good because he would have lost a lot of time because that triple, triple is definitely a lot faster than going roll, double, triple. Mm-hmm. But um, I, it, it is what it is. And then, yeah, as, yeah from there going do the whoops next to each other and then uh through the whole night i think i was one of the best uh 250 riders like through the whoops because i was feeling really comfortable in those whoops and uh yeah that last lap i was going to that last set of whoops not really thinking i am 
better go carefully. I'm going to ax myself. And um, <laughs> I just came in with this. I didn't have as much speed. I took a different line through the whoop. So I was nearly railing the whole berm. Plus, we like hit each other. When I hit him, I kind of hit him off balance. Yeah. So it put me off. But um, yeah, I came in different line in the whoops, coming in slow. So I just ended up just going full gas. And yeah, just ended up, I ended up missing a whole whoop mm. and then landing on the top of one. And then that just, I landed at the bottom of the face of like another one. That's what ended up just flicking the bike up onto its front. And I was in my head at that moment, I was thinking I was going to ride it out. But I once I started getting closer and closer to that up ramp, I'm like, oh, this ain't, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> but at, if you see at the last minute, I go and turn my bars to kind of put it down a little bit. And yeah, end up just getting a nice hook to the hook to the chin if you like i got a video if i get it slow-mo if i post you can kind of see i just get like a nice good hook to the chin and it kind of snaps my neck a bit but um no it's uh it's all experience and i uh, just i just got to make sure i learn from if i come back at seattle and do the same thing then I'm, yeah i'm a retard but uh <laughs> if i learn from it then it's uh at least it was kind of worth it i us motocrossers, we have to learn the hard way. So, um, no, um, sucks. It's, uh, I wish I should have taken second, but should have, could have, would have. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I've got to deal with it now. I've got a burn collarbone. I, at least I can take some time off, get even stronger. Come, like, I come back and be even stronger now. So, yeah. So, two things. One, uh, you could have punted him off the track in the stands in that second to last turn right yeah i thought about it but i was i was kind of close but i came in off balance and i i i'm just not that type of racer really i need to try and get a little bit more aggressive but mm -hmm. i just came in plus i was off balance a little bit so i think it i because i hit him fairly hard Mm -hmm. but because he was like in a strong position, I was off balance. It kind of didn't do anything really. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. And then, uh, man, that the crash though, it seemed like one of those slow motion ones that took forever. Yeah, it, it definitely did. I'm like on the front wheel. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to think of what I could do to save this. Mm -hmm. And because I'm always doing stoppies like fun. I'm like, oh yeah, I could ride this out. <laughs> and then I started seeing that uh, the face kind of up ramp just get closer and closer. I'm going, yeah, I'm not riding this out. So I had to like turn the bars just to get the bike to kind of fall down. But um, yeah. <clears throat> no, it was definitely a long, long, slow crash. But so, then again, fast. So did you uh, did you hit your head as well? Like were you were you loopy? Yeah, I was I was out to it like from the crash. From the crash to like an hour later, I was like, I couldn't remember anything. I kept like in the medical truck, uh, I kept on asking Daz, like, I, I was leading <laughs> and I crashed. <laughs> and, and he said, like, I said it four times, like every like um, two minutes later. Mm -hmm. I was like, and this again, I was leading? <laughs> really? <laughs> so, oh, uh, man. but. Eventually, like I, re I remember the crash and 
and a few things now. Like I still don't really remember the uh, um, what happened in the medical truck, but like after the thirty minutes after the crash, I kind of started to remember what I that I was at Anaheim Stadium, um, mm-hmm. like where I was, and that like. I got told the other day, like, at the semi-truck when I hopped out, I ended up getting cameras shoved in my, kind of, cameras in my face. I don't remember that. I still don't. Mm-hmm. I was getting told. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> I had no idea. Man, so looking back at it, I mean, I'm sure you've watched the race multiple times then. Uh, yeah, I've just been watching it kind of learning see what i could have done better and watching what dylan's doing better christian like just to see where i can improve on yeah so uh i admired your post on instagram uh kind of i guess sticking up for dylan or or you know asking people to lay off because i mean it's crazy how i guess you know on social media or you know you're a little bit anonymous but like how, how just people just will just talk crap you know those mm. it's, pretty, it's just it's pretty one brutal. thing like because i was at first i was seeing the some things i'm like yeah okay that's like understandable and then i started to see some stuff and i'm like now it's just getting out of hand yeah because like there's some things like obviously they're saying foreigner and that stuff and like to our family it's pretty disrespectful because we're foreigners also but um i'm not a yeah, like, I'm just not a big lover about fighting in that. So I hated how those people have, they can go and type it on social media, but I bet you in real life they probably wouldn't say it to his face. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, and I don't like seeing that. That's just stupid. Yeah, what he did wasn't the smartest idea, but mm-hmm. we all make mistakes in that stuff. So I bet you in one in like my career, I'm going to make a stupid mistake like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, right. racing is is high intensity. You have to make split second yeah. decisions, and whether it's the good or the bad decision, you know, it just mm. happens in a split second. Yeah, so like, it's it's hard to explain, but like, I just I felt bad for the guy because, yeah, it's kind of making like they're also making like almost death threats to him and that. So it's like they need to calm down because it's just stupid. And like I. I know Dylan, when I was in Europe in 2016, mm-hmm. I was like, he, we were on the same team. He was a really nice guy to Hunter and I like, and he's a good guy. He may not seem like it to some people, but that's, you have to kind of earn his respect because mm-hmm. he's a, he's a really good guy and he's a good family guy and he's good to Hunter and us. He's good to our family and we all get along, but um, yeah, he's I just didn't like what people was talk saying about him because it was just unacceptable. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And then, I mean, attacking his wife on Instagram too—that's pretty out of line. Yeah, like the stuff. Like, yeah, it's just the people nowadays. Just what they do on social media and what they say—it's just stupid. Yeah. Well, hey, Jet, let's take a quick break to uh, hear from my show sponsors, but we'll be back for more. Yeah, sure. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, 
all their bikes in their lineup are awesome. So, yeah, you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails, or if you want to go a bit further, longer and faster, they, they just brought out a new Taser e-bike, which is, uh, yeah, everyone's given the double thumbs up on. So head down to your local Intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at IntenseCycles.com. Check it out, guys. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Life podcast for additional discounts in the shop. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection accumulating improvements one by one. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet and it has for decades. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Hey, what's up guys? Malcolm Stewart. Worst Connection has been building a best aluminum parts in motocross for the last 30 years. From the awesome ProLaunch start device and their original adjustable clutch perch assemblies, I am proud to use it on my Motoconcept Honda. Check them out at WorksConnection.com. What's up Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Welcome back to the Swap Moto Podcast, presented by Fly Racing, uh, here with Jet Lawrence. So, uh, okay, so Anaheim is, Anaheim 2 is done and dusted. You're going to heal up for, uh, you know, four to six weeks. Looking yeah. forward to uh, coming back in Supercross. Uh, what is it like for you? What What has the Supercross experience been like compared to what you expected it to be? Um, it's been It's been pretty cool, for sure. Uh, like I've coming in, I thought I would like it would have been a little bit easy and like well, not easy, just like not so harsh. But yeah, it's a it's a harsh sport. Like we're trying to get a fast lap out, dial the track in, and then the heat race. Like it's a pretty gnarly like a uh, week like Saturday. So no, I definitely uh, it's crazy how like some nights can be bad and some nights can be good. Like. At uh, St. Louis, I could I somehow turned a bad night into good. Like it's just up and down kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> one of the things I, I've I've uh, noticed about you coming here and joining the team is that you got your uh, your teammate Joe Shimoda to kind of come out of his shell quite a bit. Because he's uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> he's super quiet, shy Japanese kid and. Yeah, then you come along and then I hear him talking shit. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, he, I, he, like when we first met him, he was like the nice, quiet Japanese guy. And yeah, I, I kind of bring the bad out of him a little bit. I kept <laughs> on giving him crap. But no, we're like good mates. We're always giving each other crap. We're 
yeah, we're just good. We're tra- we train together at the practice track. And yeah, we're just, we just get along really well. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you expect out of him, uh, starting in Tampa? Um, I don't know. Like I, obviously I haven't seen him for a while because once the season started, I think he went back to Japan for a bit and, uh, he's this week. He, uh, I think he got back to train. I haven't really got to see him ride for a while. And obviously I'm in Florida right now, but, um, yeah, I think he should do pretty well. I reckon he's pretty good starter and he rides the bike really nice and i reckon he'll do really well mm-hmm. you know because oh, he does really well <laughs> yeah i wonder uh, i wonder if him seeing you run up front and you know almost win that race if it puts pressure on him as the other rookie yeah i don't know i don't think so he doesn't think like that that much he's a pretty mentally strong kid and i think i think he'll do just fine yeah it's uh, it's pretty cool to see Joe working with Wardy and you working mm-hmm. with Osho. Like, you know, yeah, you guys both that have is, legend, think... legends in your corner. Yeah, it is pretty cool, I have to say. So, how about on mountain bikes? Can you work Joe? I haven't actually mountain biked with Joe. <laughs> yeah, but we, we all know here Joe doesn't want no smoke. <laughs> hey, what's the story? Uh, what, what race was it? You guys were at a race and you had a label maker and you were making funny stickers for each other's helmets? That was uh, my first ever race in um, America at Minio's. And what? And, um, <laughs> yeah, we found a, like one of the guys that were labeling some stuff and Joe and I found it. So we started putting like funny stuff on um, our mechanics toolboxes and then we ended up putting some stuff on uh, our helmets and that. But I uh, know it was a pretty fun. It was a fun weekend. We're, we're getting up to some uh, some trouble that week. <laughs> so what did you uh, what did you put on his helmet? So like I'm Joe and I like boys or something. I think I, I yeah I put that and then I think I put made in China. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep on with that because you know yeah those Japanese people and, we don't uh, like being called Chinese I, or yeah. And he's uh, I think he went and put uh, hi my name's Jet. I'm from the UK and I like boys on the back of my helmet. Like, just being stupid, just putting <laughs> random stuff. Whatever, whatever came to our mind would go and stick on the back of our helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah. we had more labeling stickers than actual sponsor stickers on our helmet at the end of the week. <laughs> nice. Hey, so was the plan all along for you to uh, move up, do Supercross started this year, or were you supposed to do um, A-class amateurs? Uh, no, yeah, it was always the plan to it kind of was. go pro. Well, at first, we were like kind of thinking go pro in outdoors because mm-hmm. I haven't got to, I haven't done much supercross. But since we got with like uh, Johnny O, we like started riding supercross and we're doing not too bad. And Johnny's like, oh, we might be able to do east, east coast. And then I ended up like my progress ended up becoming really, really good. Mm-hmm. And the team's like, well, Hey, you're looking pretty good. What are you thinking about West Coast? I'm like, oh, I think I've been, like I did the most laps around the Honda track out of probably the whole team. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't think I can do many more laps around the Honda track. Yeah, I'm just in waiting. Huh? Yeah, so I thought, um, and then we're like, well, looks like we're doing Anaheim then. So yeah, nice. Hey, where did the uh, where did the donut thing come from at Monster Cup? Um. That donut thing came from uh, one of our like guys at the factory. He's, he's 
gone now. He went to like an I think an fighter jet like mechanic or something like that. But um no, he's uh Shane McNelly. He uh always on Fridays he'd always bring in donuts and and most days we're riding Fridays, so like we would go ride and then we'd quickly ride. I would always once we'd get back to the factory, I'd be running through the factory to see if there's any donuts left. And, <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, he left, ended up leaving the yeah go mechanic for fighter jets or something like that. Or oh no, I think no drive buses. Sorry, and um, yeah, and I made a deal with Josh. I'm like, if I win Monster Cup, I I want to eat a donut on podium, <laughs> or like I just make sure there's a donut there after the race. And like I wasn't really thinking much about social media. Yeah, I just wanted a donut because I love my donuts. Yeah, and um. Yeah, he had a donut there after the, the oh no, Saturday morning. He sent it a photo of the box of donuts. I'm like, yes. <laughs> nice. Isn't and, it, uh, yeah, that just came from that, really. It's funny how that that became your thing soon after, right? And yeah. Now I'm fans are bringing I, I you donuts, like, I'm sure. No, they don't bring too much, but like they bring a, like foam donuts. Like a, in Australia, some fans bring like a little foam magnet donut uh some donut gloves and that stuff like they bring a few things but um no it's uh i didn't realize how like i didn't even think it was gonna blow up this much like it's crazy how everyone calls me donut boy and that stuff so no it's pretty cool (laughs) nice what is uh what does johnny o say about your donut habit um he's not the biggest fan of it but he, he lets he lets it go a little bit because i'm a kid <laughs> nice. he's like yeah I'll, I'll i'll let it slide i'll just push you a little bit harder on one hill yeah he's like you burn it off anyway so yeah totally 16 year old kid with a lot of energy yeah yeah it's funny because when you did that i was i was cracking up because uh i've got a guy that i work with uh Dahmer. He's uh, one of our yeah. guys. He's a big dude, and uh, I I don't even know how it started. Like he he was doing some fad diet, right? And I was like, hey, let's go eat here. And he's like, oh no, it's not on the program. So now we just call it the program, and uh, instead of you know the program being a healthy thing, it's like we call it yeah. you know Dahmer's program, and we use the <laughs> uh, a donut as the O. You know, and he's always got donuts. Uh, cool. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I even had some, uh, have you seen how you could order socks with, like, faces on it? Socks with faces? Like, socks, like, you know, that you wear on your feet. Like, for Christmas, I got him these socks made with his face and donuts. <laughs> oh, really? That's, yeah. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, pretty good. So, what else, uh. What else uh, do you enjoy about living in the United States? Um, I enjoy the tracks. That's for sure. The tracks are pretty cool here. Um, the variety of food is pretty cool. Like, I can't believe, like, in Australia, the fast food place, we just got, like, the plain McDonald's, KFC, like, not that much, but here you got so much more variety of, like, not just junk food, but like good food also. So no, I'm definitely liking that. Mm-hmm. When uh, I want to say one of the first times I interviewed Hunter, he was telling me, you know, about all the hardships that you guys endured in Europe mm. and getting kind of hosed by some teams and stuff. And 
he told me that he was uh driving down the freeway one day and his uh you know in his free truck and yeah and he's in america getting paid to race dirt bikes and he's got a nice house and everything and he said he's got kind of uh got kind of emotional like so happy about the state of his life right now versus what mm. it was well um, do you share those same feelings yeah like from what we came from is kind of it's like if you looked at our life before this you probably wouldn't think like we what we've done now wasn't really achievable but no like our life now is 10 times better than it actually than it was like yeah five to four years ago so no like it's like, yeah, like, I'm in the, my new house right now, like, that we're renting, really nice. I got, I ended up buying my own car before I even got my license. I still have to go get that. Mm-hmm. I got, like, yeah, a little, mur- we call it the murder van. But, um, yeah, so, like, our life now is 10 times better. Like, I always think about it because that kind of, like, motivates me, like, to want more mm-hmm. kind of thing. Not to sound like a sport brat, but just, like, just to work harder and try and just to enjoy this, the life I have now. Cause, uh, yeah, the life that we had before this was kind of not the most dreamy kind of life. Mm-hmm. Makes you appreciate things more right now, right? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, man, what are your, uh, what are your hopes and goals for when you return to the track? Like, are you, uh... um, Probably just the same goals as before, just try and get a podium or and then once I get that, even a win. But um no, I'm just coming in with the same like, yeah, mental and nothing really changes. Yeah, I have a bit of a bump in the road, but it's gonna come back stronger. So uh no, I'm same goals as before, just come in, just uh learn from my mistake, just podium and then once i get that go try and get a win yeah once i get that to see if i can just click off more podiums and wins yeah you have to be uh armed with a little bit more confidence now knowing that you could lead that much of a race and come that close to yeah no that's for sure Uh, so you know we're talking about hunter's instagram post uh what kind of like conversations have you had about the race um None or is, really. Or is he back to just bagging on you for crashing? Uh, no, we're pretty good. Now. Like we still <laughs> give each other crap. We're not as harsh now because we haven't seen each other for so long. Yeah. But um, you know, this it. We, I've only seen him for one day now because I just went to his house yesterday. But uh, no, we didn't really speak much about the race. We just spoke how, like, mainly how the environment really is and just how the court, like, how it is. And that stuff, but uh, no, we didn't really speak much about the about the race. Yeah. All right. Cool. So the the thing that's going to be uh, interesting is uh, the nationals this summer. You obviously have some experience there already. Yeah, I'm going to be riding motor for a lot of years. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be good. What do you th- What do you think about outdoors this year? Um, I'm excited. I get to do, yeah first pro national. And, um, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, obviously rode motocross my whole life so far. So, uh, no, I'm feeling pretty good. If I, if I don't get a podium or something in the first few rounds, then 
I must be doing something very wrong because I've been riding <laughs> moto a lot. But uh, no, I'm just I'm definitely excited for that. Cause those tracks are so sick with the big jumps and and the how rough the tracks get. So no, I'm excited for it. Nice. Well, hey, buddy. Um, I've had you on the phone for quite a bit now. I'm going to let you go, but uh, heal up fast. Heal up well. And uh, I know that I speak for many people when I say we can't wait to see you back on the track. And I'm looking mm, forward uh, to you. Thank you. Looking uh, forward to your uh, first uh, win antics on the podium. What what can outdo the donuts? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I normally normally every morning I have a bagel with Johnny when I was in Cali. Uh huh. Maybe that I don't know. A <laughs> <laughs> bagel. Well, I think I think I'll just be happy with the win. <laughs> yeah. Right on. Well, hey Jet, thank you for the time and uh, say hello to the family for me and uh, looking forward to seeing you soon. No, thank you. I will do. I'll say hello to the fam for you and and no, thanks for having me. I had a blast. Awesome. Talk to you soon. All right. See ya. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.
we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.